You're listening to the Branded Cowgirl Podcast, episode 120. Okay, so I'm gonna make a bold statement and say that every business needs a blog. I know, I know, groundbreaking, right? And yes, that goes for you, even if you are not in the digital creating space. If you don't create content online, if that's not something that you feel like is necessary for your type of business, I am still talking to you because your business could still benefit from having a blog. And today I'm gonna tell you why. So I know you might be thinking that blogging is something that teenage girls do, but that really couldn't be further from the truth. Have you ever like gone into Google and you typed in something, maybe you had a question about something and you wanted information. I mean, we've all done this, this is not new stuff. So you go onto Google, you type in your question and then all the search results pop up. So you click on one of them to get some information and it takes you to a blog post or what you might just think is an article. What you don't realize is those articles are blog posts. I know you might be thinking that blogging is dead in today's society, that because of where we've gone with video and how video seems to be priority in almost every way, that what is the point in having a blog if you're supposed to be creating so much video content? And that is true in a sense of video content is extremely important and it's taking off. And if you are somebody who is comfortable with making video content, then like I think you are in a really great spot. But if you are that person and you enjoy making video content, you feel like you're good at it, it doesn't bother you being in front of camera, blogging can still be a great complimentary piece of content to go along with your video content. And on the flip side of that, if you are somebody that is not comfortable with making video content and that's something that makes you feel nervous and you just haven't quite gotten to that point yet, but you know you need to be making some type of content consistently, but video content just doesn't feel right for you, blogging could be a, right, a really great thing for you to use as well. Blogging is so much more than just something where you share your deep thoughts on the internet or you go on and link to all your favorite hair care products. Now it could totally be those things too if you wanted it to be but it goes beyond that. Gone are the days of where a blog was just this online journal where you would just pour out your heart. <laughs> I mean let's go back to Tumblr. That was totally me. I had a Tumblr blog in high school and I would just like put my like deepest most like teenage woe is me thoughts out into this blog through the images that I would share and I'd write these little captions and I mean it was like frankly really pathetic but I think every teenager has to go through something like that at some point in their life but I want you to understand that that is not where blogging is anymore I mean it might be for some people but that is not where it needs to be for your business you do not have to do those things to start a blog now there are a bunch of valuable ways that blogging can benefit any kind of business Business, whether you are a product-based business, a service-based business, or you have some sort of online digital goods. It can be beneficial for any kind of business that you have. And a few things that a blog can do for you is that it can boost your website's SEO. It can put you in an authoritative position. It can create connection between you and your customers. And most of all, it humanizes your brand. And the best part of blogging is that this can all be done for free or for almost mostly free. And if you still don't believe me, we're gonna dive even deeper into the idea of blogging in this episode. So stick around so I can prove to you that today is the day you need to incorporate 
blogging into your marketing strategy. Hey, you're listening to the Branded Cowgirl podcast hosted by yours truly. My name is Sarah Elrod and I'm a serial entrepreneur through and through, but most importantly, I'm a wifey, a mama, and pretty much a crazy horse lady. I started this podcast based on an old saying my husband once told me, that every successful rancher has a wife that works in town. And being the stubborn, wannabe homesteading housewife that I am, I decided that why do I have to work in town in order to contribute? So I made it my mission to teach other rural women and entrepreneurs how to grow thriving brands online from way out yonder. Whether you live out in the middle of nowhere, have to take a dirt road to get there, or if you're just a mama who wants to stay home raising babies and cows someday, this is the place for you. On this show, we talk about marketing, social media, branding, content creation, Western lifestyle, and so much more. We believe that business does not have to be boring and that you can never own too many pairs of cowboy boots. So grab a coffee and your favorite notebook and let's saddle up and get to work. This is the Branded Cowgirl Podcast. Do you ever wish that you could just have your next month's worth of content planned out for you, or at least have some help making a plan that is actually strategy-based and not just throwing a noodle at the wall and hoping it sticks? I feel ya. One of the hardest things for so many business owners and brands is coming up with content ideas that get them noticed or generate new leads. Well, you're in luck, my friend, because I am here to help. I know what it feels like to be in that creative rut of not knowing what to post, running out of ideas constantly, and just trying to keep up with this crazy content content-based market. So with that, I created a brand new freebie that will help you not only create an actionable plan for the next month, but I'm also giving you 30 days worth of content ideas totally free. This guide walks you through the exact thought process that I use when planning out my own monthly content, including an example as well as so many other kinds of tips and tricks to make your life a million times easier and to make your content more intentional. To get your hands on this totally free guide, head on over to Sarah Elrod dot com slash 30 days of content or you can click the link in the show notes so first things first let's talk about how blogging drives traffic onto your website if you are only relying on people finding your url to get to your website then you're probably not going to get very far. The beauty of having a blog is that you can create articles and start conversations about popular topics and things that your ideal client or customer are going to be searching for online and things that they're gonna be more interested in learning more about. So if you train horses, you can have blog posts that are explaining how to solve problems that people are having with their horses or like a specific issue they have. You know, have a blog post about how to teach your horse to load into a trailer, have a blog post that uh, teaches the best diet athlete horses can have, have a blog post that talks about your favorite grooming supplies. I mean, it can be something very complex or it could be something very minimal and small. All of those things are valuable pieces of content that are going to reach different types of people that could potentially be clients for you. And I want you to think of your blog content in the same way that you would think about your social media content, except it's just the longer version of it. So yes, I know you are not a writer um, and that's okay. In fact, I think that is even better. Blogging is not about sounding like some professional robot. Your blog does not have to sound like you hired a professional copywriter. Now there are benefits to hiring copywriters, of course, but your blog is supposed to be a place where you're building connection with people and potential clients. So it's a place to share your expertise, but also to be a human being. And think about all the things that your ideal client may be wondering or Googling, 
write blog posts on these topics and then watch yourself stand out from the rest of your industry because so many people in your industry believe the same thoughts that you have right now. They think that blogging is dead and that it has no use for them and that it'll never help them so they don't even bother trying. Well, if you decide to try and step out and do something that everybody else is doing, you could be the one that is now making the trend of blogging. You're making it, making it great again. Let's make blogging great again. Can I make that a shirt? Is that a thing? Let's, I'm gonna trademark that saying. <laughs> um, but it's true. I think we get so wrapped up in doing what everyone else is doing around us and we think like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this because that person did it and they're successful and if I do it, it'll make me successful. But the more people think like that and then continue to do what everyone else is doing, the more noise is built up and nobody is standing out anymore. So there was that original person that decided I'm gonna make a go at video content and I'm gonna just start doing everything in video form and eventually that took off and now this is where we're at is everybody's doing video content. But now so much stuff is video content that any other kind of content, frankly, is standing out amongst video content. So you have to think and be willing to do something that everyone else in your industry is not willing to do. And it could flop, but it could help you take off as well. So blogging can also create a brand authority for you. In fact, it does create brand authority for you. It's a great way to build this up and showcase your expertise, kind of as we talked about before. When you create blog content that is helpful and informative, you're creating that connection between you and your audience and establishing yourself as a leader in your industry, that you are an expert, you know what you're talking about, and that people will ultimately trust you because of that, because you are providing valuable insight and you're positioning yourself as that expert. If you are a, let's see, a jewelry maker maybe, let's say, you could be making blog posts about how to, what's your process with making jewelry, what stones are better for X, Y, and Z. I don't make jewelry, I don't know. I'm just pulling these out of the thinner. Answering questions, frequently asked questions are great ways to do blog posts. And your blog posts don't have to be anything crazy long. You know, if you have a hundred questions that are frequently asked questions that you get, make one blog post for every question. You don't have to answer all of the questions in one blog post. So that right there, if you had a list of 10 questions that you get asked all the time, that's 10 different blog posts that you already have just like that. Keep that in mind. You can make it simple and just have a lot to write about when it comes to the topics. And I don't even mean like it has to be super lengthy, but share stories. I think short stories are really impactful and I won't dive in. I'm not gonna dive into like the breakdown of a good blog post because I'm pretty sure I've made other episodes on that. Um, I I know I've talked about storytelling uh, in content and that's not, that wasn't that long ago. So I would definitely search for that episode, but I, I've talked about like different ways to market without social media where I talk a little bit about blogging and I'll make future episodes on blogging too, where maybe I break it down. If that's something you're interested in, let me know so I know to do that sooner than later. But essentially, I think sharing stories in blog posts is really powerful because that humanizes it, even if it's an educational post. So you could talk about, you know, how to do something that is very not an emotional thing, but then also share your experience with it. So it kind of ties in the actual how-to, you're giving that value, you're giving that expertise, but then you're also sharing a human aspect to it, which drives that connection. Also talk about how overall, just why blogging is not dead, right? Because that's like the main point of this whole 
um, episode is, is blogging dead? I think I have heard that a lot when I've talked about starting a blog. It's when I've coached people, I have told them like, you should start a blog um, before you do a YouTube channel, before you do a podcast, or at least at the same time. You don't, I wouldn't have a podcast without a blog uh, tied to it in some way, shape, or form because it gives your, and I'll talk about this a little bit in a second too, but it gives your content that you don't own on a platform that you don't own, it gives it a place to live on a platform that you do own. So YouTube videos, for example, you don't own YouTube. Uh, you can post videos on YouTube, but ultimately YouTube could kick you off and shut you down. So if you have those videos repurposed onto a blog post, then you at least are still having that content in a place that you can control. Whereas social media platforms, you cannot control. Anyway, going back to why blogging is not dead. Again, I know you think that blogging feels old school, that nobody reads anything anymore, but I just choose not to subscribe to that mindset because let's take like cooking, for example, right? So you go on Pinterest and it's, you know, getting ready to be dinner time. You're trying to figure out what to make. So you start Googling ideas on Pinterest and you find one that looks good. So you click on it and it takes you to a blog post. Now, there might be a video on this blog post that maybe you'll watch and it's like a tutorial on how to do this recipe and that's all fine and dandy. You might watch it. I've done that just to see how people do things. But ultimately, when it comes to making my shopping list, if I'm meal prepping or if I just need to follow instructions while I'm cooking, I would much rather read those instructions than watch the video. I might watch the video before I actually start making dinner to kind of have just like a general idea of what I'm gonna do. But then when I go back to do the step-by-step -step process, I would rather read it versus go on and watch a video and then pause it and then play it and then pause it and then play it. Because when you can just read it, I feel like it's a lot more digestible and you can skim through it a lot faster. And I know like maybe cooking wasn't the best example because I know most of you are probably gonna say, anytime I look at a recipe on Pinterest, I literally skip all that first like four paragraphs where somebody's just telling the story of how their grandma came up with this recipe and blah, 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 blah. And that might be true, but I still think even if people are skimming my blog posts for information, that is providing them value because I do that on other people's blog posts. I don't necessarily read an entire blog post through and through unless it's on something I'm like super interested in. But if I'm just trying to like get the information quick, I think the quickest way for me personally to get information is by skimming and reading and getting it almost in those bullet point type chunks versus listening to an entire podcast episode where it's like the 10 reasons why you shouldn't do X, Y, and Z. And in order to hear all 10, you like you don't know where those 10 are within that podcast episode. So you have to listen to the whole thing. But if I'm trying to get those pieces really quickly, I can go onto the blog post for that episode and see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and boom, I'm done and I can move on. Now, obviously there's benefits to listening. You could do it while you're driving. You can hear the full amount of information that people have to say about it, but the quick, like I said, quick digest digestible information that you can get to quickly, um, I think a blog post is definitely the way to go for that. Yes, some people are not a fan of reading content. That is very true, but some people are. While I'm a big advocate for not putting too much on your plate and overwhelming yourself, I totally think that repurposing content is a great idea. And I kind of mentioned this earlier, how I would have a YouTube channel and a blog or a podcast and a blog, or if you're crazy like me, all three, where you essentially have the main piece of content that goes out is the podcast episode. And that's most people are listening 
listening to podcast episodes, but for the few that want to go read it in written format, they can go onto the blog post show notes for that episode. In my own business, I rarely write standalone blog posts. I mostly use them as, like I said, the show notes for my podcast episodes or landing pages for YouTube videos. And my goal is to always get more people on my website. So instead of linking the videos, like if if down the road I want people to uh, go watch a YouTube video that I made, instead of linking to the the direct video on YouTube, I will link to the blog post that I have embedded the video on. So they're watching that video on my blog post instead of on YouTube if that makes sense. Let's talk about how also, being that I touched on social media a little bit, blogging can actually help ease your content load. And instead of trying to come up with like a week's worth of Instagram caption ideas, why not just repurpose three different captions from your blog? So let's say you write a blog post about three different places in your hometown that you love to eat at, right? You have all three listed in this one blog post. But then from there, you can create three different Instagram captions based on that one blog post. You would do one Instagram caption for each restaurant that you like to eat at. And those are all separate days worth of content. So now you have three days worth of content on social media and you only had to write the content one time in a blog post. So it saves you so much time. I think if we can all start to think of blogging as like the main meaty piece of content that you create once a week and then use it to just break it down into several social media pieces or just smaller pieces of content, it's gonna feel a lot less overwhelming. And this is really just one of my favorite strategies for marketing is to repurpose, repurpose, repurpose. I'm all about less is more. So if you can make one piece of content and break it up into a hundred pieces of content, I am all about it. Let's also talk about like my last point, which is blogging generates leads. It can help grow your email list and it boosts your sales. So for me, blogging tends to be that first step in my sales funnel that somebody is gonna go through. I may find, you know, most people, most of my clients I'd say come from social media originally. They find me on social and they start following me and they decide if they like me or not or if I'm a person they wanna continue to follow and they'll start to trust me the more consistently I'm showing up on social media. And then eventually I'm going to be linking to some sort of blog post for some sort of resource and piece of content that I'm offering. And if they've decided that they trust me and they wanna learn more from me, they'll go to that blog post Well, from there, it's gonna tell them what to do next. They're gonna consume that content, they're gonna get value out of it, and then I always have some sort of CTA or call to action at the end of every blog post telling them what to do next. And most of the time, that's going to be some sort of lead to get them onto my email list. So it'll be some sort of freebie or other resource that they're gonna give me their name and their email, and they're gonna get added to my email list, where then they really get dropped into a sales funnel where I continue to send them emails on a regular basis and eventually sell to them to where they will hopefully buy from me. I think this is just a simple way to automate things in your business. It really, I mean, it it might sound like a lot, but once you set it up, it's pretty easy and straightforward and it takes so much off your plate from having to constantly be showing up on social media. Where social media, it's like an all the time thing. Social media could be a full-time job all in its own, but if you can step back from social media a little bit and not do all of your priority 
on those platforms and you use those as just supporting content instead of your main content, I think it's going to help ease you from feeling super overwhelmed with content creation. I hope you're able to see why blogging is so important and it's not just some fluffy thing that you do once and then give up on it because it didn't work right away. It does take time, it does take consistency and you do have to be intentional about it. And I really do believe that it can take your business to the next level when done correctly and when uh, you put your heart and mind and soul into it. So I hope this helps you guys and I hope you take something from it and I hope this gives you the encouragement that you needed to start a blog post. I'm super excited to hear what you have to say and what you think about all of this. So shoot me a message over on the Brandy Cowgirl Podcast Instagram and let me know what you think. And until next time, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. You've just finished another episode of the Branded Cowgirl podcast. And if that doesn't make you happier than a rooster on Sunday, then I don't know what will. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Branded Cowgirl podcast and TikTok. Also join the exclusive Facebook group just for listeners. You can find it by searching Branded Cowgirl podcast insiders or head to the link in the show notes. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a five-star rating over on Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening. It means the absolute world to me to read your kind words, but it also helps other amazing rural women find the show as well. If you would like to sponsor an episode or advertise on the Branded Cowgirl podcast, then please head to sarahelrod.com slash sponsor BCP for more information. Thanks again for being here and I'll talk to you in the next one.